Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. Welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast, a show where I, John, and my co-host, Sean, who's here with me today, talk about streaming service original pilot shows, pilot episodes, I should say, and uh, give them a little breakdown and uh, see what makes them tick and ultimately decide whether or not we believe that show will keep on trucking or fall flat today. Uh, which we had did not promote on last week's pod. We have the Netflix original show Hoops, um, chosen by Sean. I'm sorry. Yesterday, he said he apologizes, so that's a great <laughs> sign off the off the bat. Um, so we're gonna get into Hoops, but it's 2021. Sean, the calendar has turned. As we record this, it's New Year's Eve, but by the time you're listening to this, it's probably we're probably midway through january how has your um metaphorical 2021 been sean um not much has changed i'm (laughs) guessing but i'm doing my thing wearing a mask and staying inside there you go he did it he sees he's doing what the government should tell us to do more (laughs) but i'm not but we're not going to get into that we got to talk about basketball more specifically basketball in the state of kentucky but in an animated fashion sean what did you know about hoops or what did you think about hoops before we watched the show i knew absolutely nothing about it i saw that it was animated and i saw a dude holding a basketball and a show called hoops and i like basketball Mm -hmm. so i chose it let's talk about our background in basketball before we get into the show that is Maybe 5% about basketball, unfortunately. <laughs> um, you and I are both diehard Sixers fans, Philadelphia yeah. 76ers. Um, how long have you been watching ball, would you say? I'd say closely about three years and getting more serious like the mm-hmm. past two years, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, for me it's about five, maybe six years at this point. Um Basketball is my favorite sport. I do like the way that they dribble up and down the court. Um, Sean, do you have a favorite basketball player of all time? Oh, God. That's such a hard question. I'd say the player I was most excited for. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know what I'm going to say. The player I was most excited for because it was like right when I was really getting into the Sixers was mm-hmm. Mark L. Fultz. Yeah. But we all know how that ended up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a sad first overall pick who did <laughs> not ultimately pan out for our favorite team. But as it goes... He's making uh, his way. He's made, he's made way for some brighter futures for our Sixers with uh, the drafting of Tyrese Maxey this year. So... Without Markel, we would not have Tyrese, and we thank Markel for that. Unfortunately, as we uh, are talking about actual basketball players, this show about basketball (laughs) does not name drop a single real basketball player, (laughs) and I really hope that was going to be the case. But before I bash the show any further, why don't we get into our discussion? We will start with our opening segment, The Kowalski Analysis Report. Which is where we outline the characters uh, that appear in this show. We've got a lot of um, minor characters I think that we could probably just mention and describe to you. But we'll start from the top, Sean. Who's our uh, our main character here? 
our main character is an awful man named Frank. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but I feel like every show that has a troubled character that is a male is named Frank. <laughs> it just it just makes sense, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, he is divorced. Well, actually, he's not. He his wife. Violet. You know, his name's not Frank, by the way. It's not. Are you are <laughs> no. you joking? What is no, it? No, I'm not. His name's Ben. <laughs> Why Coach did I call him Frank? Ben Hopkins. I have I have no clue. I, there's not. I don't think there's there's not a Frank in the entire show. <laughs> I didn't know what his name was. I didn't know what his name was, but I know now that his name is not Frank because I checked the IMDb. I called page. him Frank all throughout my notes. He feels like a Frank though. All right, Ben. <laughs> no disrespect. No disrespect for Franks, but uh... no disrespect at all. Um, Ben is a troubled man. Uh, his wife filed for divorce because he is trying to become the world's best basketball coach, mm-hmm. and he's stuck coaching a high school team that's full of short kids. <laughs> Short, stereotype kids. Yeah, that have no potential in basketball, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another character that we eventually meet is Maddie, I believe his name is. Yes, Maddie. Who is seven foot tall, 16 (laughs) years old. And Uh Ben's ultimate mission is to get Maddie to play on the basketball team by the end of the show. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Ben does some pretty nasty things throughout (laughs) the episode. (laughs) We will talk about every single (laughs) problematic thing that this man does. Uh, To try and get Maddie to play on the team. Mm -hmm. Um, A minor character is Principal Opal. Yes, Principal Uh, Opal. Pretty much tells Ben that if he doesn't get his act together with the basketball team, then mm-hmm. they're canceled. Yeah. Uh, Even though this man should be canceled in more ways than one, but hey, as a basketball coach, he is a more than fair abject failure. <laughs> um, and then there is the hooker. I don't know if she had a name. Oh, Connie, Connie the hooker. Connie, <laughs> Connie is. We'll talk about Connie. I feel like we'll talk about oh, absolutely her more in the summaries. But, uh, do we talk about the kids individually? Yeah, let's, let's talk about the basketball team. So this is a, um, a ragtag group of, um, of, like I said, literal stereotypes. You can think of them in every sense of the, the word. I, I, so there are six of them and, I might get their names out of order because unfortunately as I'm looking at the character list they they like literally don't say their their names <laughs> um maybe more than once in the show but um we have six stereotypes um and again as I mentioned these are they they play these up in in every sense of the the way you've got a um you've got a a fat kid who makes fun of himself for being fat and and being on the team? I I think his name is, um, I think his name is Kirk. 
I'm like looking at the list and trying to figure it out. Um, there is Time Bomb, who is that is like his, that is his name, Time Bomb. He is a a like a hick kid, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um, who makes a lot of like incest jokes. Um, not very PC. Uh, there's Isaac. He is the uh the Jewish kid on the team. Um, who. I don't know. He had his bar mitzvah and he gave all of his bar mitzvah money to the coach because they tried to keep him in. Um, there's, uh, I'm just going to name them. I'm just going to say all that. There's DJ and Marcus and Scott. And those are the other three. And I don't know which is which, but there is, um, there is the gay kid on the team. There is the kid with the broken arm. And then there is the one black kid on the team. Um, none of them are particularly fond of actually the sport of basketball, except I would say, and I really should figure it out. Um, the the gay kid is the best player on the team, and I want to say that that is, I want to say that that's Scott. So I'll, I'll look and try to try to figure that out. But he is the the guy who scores all the points on the team and that's it. But they lose by like 30 every single game. So these kids are just there because there's no other good players on in the school. And that's the only way that they're able to play on this team, which is weird. I guess they're doing it for like the clout and the clout alone because they say on multiple times how much they hate playing basketball, but how much they love being on the basketball team, which is weird. Because they say it's like a family for them, which <laughs> is, I guess, a, a nice sentiment. But there, it's just like a, a, like, you could see the way that the writers are like, oh, I know there's a type of audience that loves stereotypes. So let's take six <laughs> classic stereotypes and slam them all into a basketball team. Yeah. And that's, that's like there are six players. Um, and then, of course, Maddie, who the coach ultimately in the end of the episode gets to join the team and he's going to be the star player because he's seven foot tall and in high school. Um, that'll pretty much do it for you. Uh, we have a couple more characters outside of the kids and uh, and the coach and the principal. Uh, uh, there's his wife. Yes, talk about her, Shannon. Uh, wants to divorce him because all he focuses on is his career in basketball coaching i guess i don't know i forget what she yeah. says exactly but she's not fond of him he's an asshole like he he doesn't pay attention to her at all yeah he, he treats her like garbage uh there's also his dad who knows that he's a failure uh oh his yes dad was, his, his dad, dad is also in the nba barry very yeah. uh i was expecting mm-hmm. them to name drop like an actual nba player but then you said would have been they, nice they didn't name one yeah uh, and there's but, one oh, other guy his dad owns a restaurant also true true kind of random but a little random i'll say and then there's um last but not least ron the assistant coach who is Ben's best friend, and also dating his ex-wife. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The other teacher, okay. Played by Ron Funches. I don't know who that is. He's a very funny comedian. Okay. Just, that's like his thing. All right, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure this out. Um, oh, trying to figure out the kids. Yes, I'm trying to figure out the the kids. Ron Funches is Ron. 80 Miles is Maddie. Literally, they literally just don't. Like no this pictures. one article that I'm reading does not talk about any of the kids on the basketball team <laughs> other than Maddie, which is annoying because I wanted freaking fact check. But whatever. Um, what else? Any any? Do we miss anybody? We didn't really miss anybody. I don't think. Oh, got the got, got a spoiler on the the status of the TV show Hoops that I'll talk about later. Oh, <laughs> oh this can't be good. When no. did it come out? Uh, looks like August. Like last August. Premiered August twenty first. Oh my. Mhm. Mhm. Oh wow. It? The freaking. Do you know who voices Ben? Like I, I'm just noticing now. The guy from New Girl. I never watched that show. You never watched New Girl? Jake Johnson, like the he's a very funny guy. But I did not realize he didn't hit this show. No, he didn't he didn't hit because every other word out of his mouth is the F bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even mention that. Uh the the show starts off hot with a uh, a a coach uh tirade on the court. <laughs> um with a lot of a lot of language and a lot of uh a lot of vulgar references. Not a lot of uh, not a lot of stuff that we can exactly share on Pilot's Guide in detail. But we'll do our best to to give you the general vibe. Yeah. If you didn't guess, this this show is clearly uh, not particularly clean. Yeah. TVMA. Well, I let's let's just move right into right into our rapid summaries. I think of all the shows that we've ever watched, you can probably boil this one down into one of into the good... worst. Oh, absolutely! But like, as far as the plot line, you could probably do a minute, right? You, you, yeah, definitely. Be good. All right, well, set yourself a minute. I wrote down a little summary. I, I, I think I'll, I summed it up pretty well. Love it. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you hit it off first. Yeah, timer up. Uh, let me get a timer up. I this, this probably won't even take me a minute, honestly. I got it. Scott is the kid that I was referring to. Played by <laughs> Nick Swanson, who is also a very funny guy. All right, here we go. All right, oh, wait, timer let me, time let me is... change my... The Franks to... <laughs> All the Franks to Ben's? Ben. Where's Frank? I just assumed his name was Frank. <laughs> I'm going crazy. You're going crazy. All right, let's see. Let's see what we got. I believe in you, lad, and your ability to summarize this mess of television is it he? All right. All right, uh, give me a got a timer down. set. Three, two, one, begin. Frank is the main character of this show, like we said. Takes ben. place in Kentucky. He is a basketball coach for a high school team that's going nowhere. Principal Opal tells Ben that the school board's going to be at the next game, 
and they need to show potential or the basketball team is done for. Ben goes to a seven-foot kid named Maddie, who's 16 years old, tells him he'll get him laid in order to play the next game on Saturday. Ben goes around town finding people he knows to try and get $415 because he only has $85 because a hooker wants $500 to have sex with Maddie by Saturday, of course. Uh, of course, he gets arrested after showing up at Maddie's door with a hooker, gets picked up by his no longer wife. Opal decides to show up at the game. Maddie ends up playing at the game. Uh, Maddie wins the tip. Uh, <laughs> ben calls a timeout after one second, goes on a vulgar <laughs> rant, and that was the one part that made me laugh. Ah. And I will tell you, I am in complete, complete agreement. That was the <laughs> that was the single best part of the show, and that was pretty much everything. Everything wrapped up. Um, I, I I don't even need to give myself another minute because there's like seriously not anything I could add. There's the only thing I the only thing I will say is they lose they still lose the game. Yeah, but they lose it by a margin of like 15. sixteen points, and that's the least they've lost in like. I don't know, a long time. And the yeah. first time they want a tip off in eight years. <laughs> so pretty big deal. Um, but yeah. Huh. I, I, I'm going to see what we can, what we can flesh out. Uh, we see from the very, very beginning that this Ben character is just filled with rage. He, he like, what is, okay. So, they're playing the the Colts. His team is the Colts. They're yeah. playing a team called the Rams. Everybody on the Rams team is like a foot taller than all the kids. Yeah. Um. Scott, the st- the then star player, uh, this is like the opening scene. Dribbles, 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 and then gets like completely walled by a really tall kid. <laughs> falls over, and that's when Coach Ben uh goes off on the ref, and the ref he calls the ref like all sorts of names, and it's just like giving him hell and the ref's like i've already given you a technical like i'm not gonna tee you up again and he's like he just keeps continuing to, to stay in his face ultimately he gets ejected and like his team needs to pull him off the court to get him out of there they lose yeah. the game and then he apologizes to them in the locker room um and then he gives them the password to his bang bus account <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, um, if you're wondering what that is, don't look it up. And if you catch my drift, then you probably understand exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, these kids are kids, and they do that. They're into that sort of stuff, and their coach is enabling them um, in that way. The co- Coach Ben actually kind of feels bad uh, for them a little bit, uh, but it's like... He should it's, feel bad for himself. More. He should feel bad for himself. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what else? There, there was an early, uh, early thing about one of the one of the characters, Marcus. Okay, so he's the he's the um, he's the black kid on the team, and he uh, is not particularly fond of of basketball. But when they're in the locker room and the coach is apologizing, uh, Marcus is listening to music in his headphones. Oh, yeah. And I thought this was really funny. Uh, he was listening to to Billy Joel. And, <laughs> and Coach Ben is like, 
Marcus, stop listening to Billy Joel. And he was like, oh, sorry. I was just listening to Billy Joel's Glass Houses, his <laughs> second best album. <laughs> For that some reason, funny. that was very funny to me. He's like, I will not have my team getting themselves pumped up to Billy Joel. <laughs> like, kicks over a trash can. I was like, okay, that's a, that's a silly thing, but still weird. Uh, and then, like... This show was just very out of pocket. Out it of was pocket just like, from, yeah. I, I knew it was going to be, like, out of pocket to an extent, but not this extent. And yeah, when it got to this extent, well, that's when I was like, all right, this show is bad. It was one It was one minute in before I realized that this is going yeah. to be a no from me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's an, another aspect. So yeah, you, you explained that he needs the $500. Um, there's a whole scene where he's like talking about how much this hooker Connie will cost. And they talk (laughs) about like all the things that she would do for less than that. And he needs like, he promises Maddie that he'd get him laid. So he needs to shell out the 500 bucks and nobody's really willing to <laughs> to help him he says all this stuff like in front of his class of students oh uh, yeah because he's trying to get any girl that would be interested in like being with maddie think about maddie he's he's got a little complexity to him yeah. uh both of his well his dad left um and but ben won't let him talk about that because it's boring. No. Every single time he tries to, and there are two or three times that he tries to to give his his little life story, his tragic background. Uh, ben interrupts him with boring, and I'm like, mm, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it because I, I kind of wanted to learn a little bit more about this character, but um, that's like sort of his thing. He's he's very much a a loner, but he clearly has some talent because he's a uh, he's seven feet tall and that's cool i guess he's got a mullet and he's got a mullet um hmm <laughs> i don't even know where to go next i don't even know if there's any other like scenes <laughs> to talk about uh there's a part where like all the kids are just shelling out cash because they very much care about the coach um because if the coach gets fired by Principal Opal, then they're going to hire a real coach. And um, <laughs> believe it or not, Kentucky uh, is is a very big basketball state. University yeah. of Kentucky is one of the best uh, basketball programs in the country. A proverbial like one or two seed every year in the tournament. Um, so the thought is that Opal would hire a real coach. And the only reason that Coach Ben is there is because his dad is a former professional. Like, it's all just the the name and nothing else. Uh, but the kids are afraid of a real coach because a real coach would make them actually, like, have to care. And they know that a real coach would, like, rip them apart for being very bad at basketball. Because yep. they're all very bad at basketball. So that's, like, their that's, motivation, I guess, yeah, the entire time. Much. Um, like we said earlier, um... The Jewish kid gives the bar mitzvah money. Uh, mm-hmm. Hillbilly kid gives him his toddler brother's shotgun. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, I think. Oh, that was the one that actually made me smile. Mm-hmm. Was 
Marcus giving mm-hmm. his Bitcoin. <laughs> and then Ben was like, uh, oh, he said something witty about like e-money. And it was like, oh, it made me laugh. It was actually funny. Yeah. But he didn't take the Bitcoin. No, Mar- I will not take your cyber money. And Marcus is like, that's okay. <laughs> he puts it back in his pocket. He's like, I'll wait until something until the global economy collapses or whatever and this is the last currency yep that was funny marcus a clear uh a clear self-starter he's ahead of of the game side side how how about that nfl player getting paid in bitcoin nfl player yeah first nfl player uh i saw that it was either house of highlights or bleacher report posted that first nfl player got part of his paycheck in bitcoin oh i I wonder who that is last season he tried uh tried uh haggling like whoever he gets paid by like into like yeah let me get paid by bitcoin and then i guess they finally decided all right let's just give him part of his paycheck in bitcoin and he got he got what he asked for hmm you know that's uh that's that's interesting. I I, I do know that there's a, a particular NBA player who is all about Bitcoin. Who? If you know one Spencer Dinwiddie oh, of is. the Brooklyn Nets, he said, "I want my whole paycheck in Bitcoin." I did not know. And that. Um, unfortunately for Spencer Dinwiddie, he uh, partially tore his ACL to start the season. Yeah. And um, that is a shame. Bummer. I I want to talk about. One thing I, I don't know how familiar, because this is this probably a little bit predates your when you really cared about basketball, and it's it's about college basketball specifically. Test me, I'm bad with college basketball. There's a point where Ben is being a little introspective as he drives Connie to go have sex with Maddie, and um, he says like, "Is this really what I've I've you know what it's come down to me <laughs> by you know." soliciting sex for a minor um to get him on my basketball team and it really it it brought to mind that there was a scandal for a particular college where the head coach or or maybe not the head coach but the recruiters for the team were like buying hookers for the players to try to get them to become a part of their basketball team uh louisville in 2015, there was a huge, huge, huge scandal. Um, they, they, I think they lost eligibility in the tournament. They had to forfeit all sorts of stuff I did not because the recruiters were were getting prostitutes for the kids. I, it's more complex than that, but that's crazy. That's like a. I, I was like, oh, okay, so that's. Pro- I, I would imagine that's probably why they did this. Um, did this whole narrative. Uh, or, or what like they gave so maybe that means that some of the episodes will be themed in some of the uh like throwing so, shade yeah more tragic things that have happened in college and uh and the nba but it, it totally could have been coincidental and i wouldn't have been surprised if it was coincidental because the show doesn't seem very richly written <laughs> <laughs> yeah to say the least but that was just a uh, an interesting overlap with uh, real. Yes, the director of basketball, former director of basketball, was the was the bad, the bad guy. And that's, um, that scene in the car 
was the one time in the episode that he actually self-reflected and then mm-hmm. and then connie goes you know i'm back here right <laughs> yeah he always like talks out loud and people are just somewhere out of camera yeah and then they Im- immediately pop back in um i don't think i have anything else to say until we me like, either did you did you like you you did was the only thing that you like the uh the argument about the tip-off um, not even argument i guess the celebration of yeah that winning was, a tip-off that was probably like the only highlight for me we didn't really talk too much about that if you want to give it a, it's it's due day um so the game that maddie shows up to the game starts and maddie wins the tip because he is seven foot tall <laughs> mm-hmm. and as soon as he wins the tip ben time out and then just goes <laughs> berserk and starts freaking out holy shit we won the tip oh my god and then he just starts running around the entire court yelling in people's faces <laughs> f word f word f word f word yeah um dances on the score ta- scores table yeah anything you can think of and it was just wild but it was actually funny he gets ejected actually he gets yeah, ejected yeah, yeah. and he immediately. doesn't care this time no cuz he's like i've got my player i've got my <laughs> new suit i'm going to go do stuff with my ex-wife even though he does not he's going to win back his ex-wife and, and he's like i'm set this was when the school board was at the game too mm-hmm. yeah exactly well, but I, I i don't think he's gonna lose his job considering that would that would they uh, only lost by 15 they only lost by 15 uh okay so that's what you liked now if you can if you can boil down what you didn't like outside of everything that we've already talked about um what's like the general reason majority of the writing yeah and there's one picky thing that i noticed like a minute into the episode it didn't feel like when he when ben was screaming it didn't feel like the actual voice actor was screaming like Mm. it it felt like really it felt like he was whispering in a way but oh interesting like i don't know it just didn't sound like real like talking really close to the microphone like me but it's like the volume's loud because you're just close. Yeah, I, yeah. I get what you're saying there. There wasn't much anger in his voice mm. when he was angry, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I I don't know. That was just what I noticed. Yeah. I maybe maybe it's because um maybe he wasn't particularly fond of having to deliver this line and didn't want to get so mad maybe. and sound so mad. Um Yeah, that's a very, very good point. Like the acting is not particularly strong by anyone, and that might be because they just are not very fond of what they have to say. Yeah, um, yeah I can't recall a particular performance, and I watched it yesterday afternoon um, that I was very appreciative of. So, yeah, writing writing's bad. It's just too much. Like... It's it, just it feels like they tried too hard. Yeah, tried too hard to make it extra vulgar. And now this is the same complaint I had when we watched Ephesor Family. This makes Ephesor Family look like The Simpsons 
or family <laughs> like it's even like even whatchamacallit wasn't as rough around the edges as this with the paradise pd like yeah. even that that was bad but like that was really bad that was this was just like one of those shows where they had the excuse to throw in curse words and curse words when used correctly can make things very funny i will say but when they're used every other word in this way i don't think that appeals to, i can't imagine that appeals to anybody except maybe like a middle-aged dad or a 13 year old boy <laughs> but we are more mature than this uh, do you have anything just, else to it's say it's just like i don't even know i watched this at two in the morning last oh night. no and i was like do i not like this because i'm tired or is it really this bad and i think is it this was a fever really dream bad. yeah that's kind of what it felt like yeah i think that's fair that's sort of the vibe but I hey knew, that... i knew it was going to be bad going into it to be fair but i wasn't expecting it to be this crispy bad <laughs> particularly burnt uh the best thing about it was that it was 25 minutes long and it didn't put me through another minute of uh yep. of it once it was once it was done it was done and i said all right tv thank off god. <laughs> thank god yeah um man could have used a lot more basketball i'll tell you that like oh, there, there's not even you don't even see aside Aside from Scott dribbling the basketball into the defender <laughs> and Maddie winning the tip, those are the two seconds of basketball in a show that is called Hoops. And we like basketball, and they don't even give, like, a little bit, yeah. a little bit of basketball. You don't see anybody ever shoot the ball. Oh. And I'm like, God. Like, I'm sure you get more of that later, but, like... More. If you, if you could have given me four minutes... <laughs> of your 25 of them playing basketball even if it's bad then that would have done a heck of a lot more for me but sorry yeah you're taking an l hoops uh do, do you want to do it do you want to move on into a prediction segment i i don't know how rich our predictions might be yeah but, uh, let's, I... let's 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 give it a go this is a part of the show where we're going to outline what we believe is a is coming down the road for this single season of hoops that exists in the world and will ever exist in the world. Collect uh, dust. <laughs> collect dust on the Netflix shelf. <laughs> um, what do you got? What do you think? I think as a thank you, Ben is still going to try and get Maddie laid. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Um. I think Ben is going to keep his job for yep. some reason. Uh, I think he is going to try and prove to his dad that he can actually win a game. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Do you think the dad ever comes to a game? Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Maybe to make fun of him. Sure, sure. Um, there's got, like, there's... Besides the one joke they made that Ben made about his dad's restaurant that only his aging fans go to visit just to see him, mm-hmm. um, 
There's got to be a reason that the restaurant's in the show. I feel like they're going to show it more, but I don't know why. Like, what it for. True. Like, what's what's important about a restaurant? Um, Maybe Ben's going to lose his job and work there for his Well, dad. that was what they said he was going... That's what he thought he was going to have to do. Oh. Um, but... I mean, maybe like he could end up having to work there or like the kids have to work there to raise money for to buy (laughs) drugs or something stupid like. Oh, you already know there's going to be drugs involved in an episode. How about this? How about this? Um, Maddie befriends Barry, the dad, and much to Ben's chagrin, he has to like spend time with the both of them. Um, because somehow Barry, somehow Maddie idolizes Barry in, in a way that Ben is not super happy about. And it's just going to drive a, any further wedge between these, these two men that could be, I I feel like that could maybe happen because Maddie is like the star player on a bad basketball team. Um, Maddie goes to Barry for basketball practice help. Maybe. Right, exactly. Like, how can I? How can I teach me? You know, a step back jumper or how to uh, how to drive on the baseline and and make a, make a layup. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what his game is going to be like. Like, okay, of of all basketball players, do you think you could draw a parallel to what you think Maddie's game would be like? Um, I've got one name Barney. in mind that I would imagine. Barney. I don't know. He's sixteen year old. Barney <laughs> probably walks like Barney to the hoop. No, this guy's definitely this guy's definitely gonna be good. If we ever see him play Giannis. basketball, uh, Giannis. I was gonna say I was gonna say Dirk. I think he's got a got some <laughs> okay. Dirk in him. All right. Uh, just a big it. tall guy who's not necessarily fast, but just gets to his spots and makes every shot. Fair enough. How soon before they win their first game? Do you think they win it in the next episode? Hot take. They don't win any games. I wanted to say that. <laughs> There's... I feel like that. I, I, I like that idea, but I feel like they're going to make Like, it's just going to be predictable that they're going to win a game. Yeah. They got to they gotta make a state championship run or something, something like that. That's every sports thing. Oh. And I'll tell you what. They're going to lose in the state championship for their some best reason. Player. <laughs> Mhm. Mhm. Maddie's gonna break his ankle. Yeah, exactly. And the other kids are gonna have to figure it out, and then they're gonna lose by forty. And, <laughs> and I don't know what the heck would happen, but you think anybody's gonna die in this show? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Do you? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. There's not, there's not a, there's not a, a hobo cop character, R.I.P. Yeah. Co- hobo cop from R. Paradise R. PD, who's just gonna die. I, I think don't know. Jimbo, think Jimbo could save this team? I mean, do you understand the, the, world. F- the physical specimen that is Jimbo? <laughs> like, Jimbo would be would be laying down, uh, no look passes and and three sixty dunks like it was nobody's business. Jimbo could, you know, take on any of these Kentucky teams one on five, and he would, uh, he would absolutely go off. Jimbo's built different. He's he's just built different. (laughs) 
if you don't know who Jimbo is, uh, listen to episode seven of Pilot's Guide. Um, I don't have anything else to say. I think about we're good for our show. next segment, John. Move on. Let, let's get, give it to us. For our next segment, we are going to talk about whether this show is ready for takeoff <laughs> or, cra- <laughs> or crash landing. Ready for takeoff. I mean, this show is banging. It's good. It's got potential. And crash landing. The show's going nowhere. It's doo doo. It's Stinky. not meant for anybody's eyes or ears or any senses besides taste because you can't taste a show, John. <laughs> I think we've made it clear that this show. Is a masterpiece of disaster. <laughs> yes, a masterpiece that, of disaster is that right. That is Crash Land into yes. the volcano that was. I don't know. I, I don't know. Mount Vesuvius. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is this is about as crash landing of a show as there ever will be. Uh, it has already been canceled. Um, which I, I will, I will get the date. So it came out in August. Yeah. Um, so August how many 21st. months ago was that? Less uh, than half a year. Yeah. Four, four months ago. And it was canceled this December, this <laughs> month after one season. So God. glad we got a, sh- glad we got a pot out of it before it completely disappeared into obscurity or was removed from netflix or whatever i think i think this show is like on the escalator to the archives while we were watching it like it's just yeah it's just going yep. to collect dust now it's just gonna go collect dust but um hey it, the thing about pilot's guide is we watch the first episode of a show whether it's good whether it's bad this had a basketball on the cover. <laughs> we like basketball. It was not about basketball. And hey, maybe that was the reason why it got canceled because it could have been more about basketball. But I just an just an L from start to finish. A rare rare form, maybe the worst and easiest crash landing that we've ever had. Maybe. I mean, we've had we've had a lot of like sure thing crash landings, but this seems like the surest. We have we've had YouTube TV shows. That's saying a lot. I I what think I I wonder if it, YouTube TV shows. <laughs> um Oh, what are you fact checking? Oh, per, oh, perfect. Okay. I thought this was going to be our episode 69 and this is <laughs> the furthest thing from nice. It's the furthest thing from nice. Um but kind of maybe appropriate. Uh, this is episode sixty-eight <laughs> of Pilot's Guide. Oh, what do you got? Been perfect. Well, we've got a we've got a hot choice for episode sixty-nine, folks. You're gonna find that out at the end of the pod. That's a little uh, little teaser. I was what do you got there? I was looking up um the budget <laughs> for the show. The budget. Just to see if it was something ridiculous, like. Two million dollars. They gave two million dollars to make to let a guy just say the F word on every 
Uh, it doesn't say though. But um. Yeah. No. To put into perspective. To put into perspective, Stuart Little the movie. Stuart Little. Yeah. The budget uh-huh. for that was a hundred and three million dollars. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Google it, buddy. How much did it make? How much did it make? Let's see. Box office. Stuart Little box office. Three hundred million. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> love that! I love that little guy driving around in his car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, never seen that movie. Stuart Little? Can't recall. Probably uh, saw it when I was like four years old. Yeah, same. Like <laughs> maybe 2000. I don't even know when it came out. 2000 something. I feel like I probably watched it in 2004. <laughs> same year that I watched uh, Tale of Two Kitties. I don't even know what that is. Uh, the Garfield, second Garfield movie. <laughs> Saw it in theaters, had to have it on DVD, never watched it. Oh, no. It was a funny movie, I guess, for the time. For the time. But, hey, this is about as big of a flop as possible. Stuart Little, as big of a win as possible. <laughs> this ain't Stuart Little. John. And that's that. Hoops. Hoops. Hoops, baby. We certainly dunked on it. <laughs> And on that note, on that note, let's move to close out the podcast. Let's do it. Thank you, everybody, for coming around to uh, listen to us beat this show up a little bit. Uh, another episode of Pilot's Guide in the books, the, f- the second of, of 2021, a fresh year for fresh views and bad shows and good shows. Um got a couple thank yous here before we close out the podcast and before we let you know what we're going to watch next week uh we'd like to thank angelo and andrew our producers for putting the show out to you and uh for emily for doing our artwork she also has a small store with some pilot's guide merchandise stickers and shirts and whatnot uh linked below in the description of the show notes um i would like to say that if you would like to reach out to us to let us know about a show to watch in this new year, you can do so at uh, our Twitter at Pilots Guide Pod or on uh, an email, pilotsguidepod at gmail.com. Now, now that you have all that information, also if we would very much appreciate it if you would uh, leave us a five star rating and review to start off the new year. We would very much appreciate that. And um, if you have something really nice to say, we would love to read it on the show. So be kind to us as we start this new year and help our, our show grow into something beautiful and new and don't let us die like hoops on netflix um boom roasted boom roasted for for next before we get into sean's shower thought which i hope he has something oh i got it oh he's got it uh next week we will be watching the recently new netflix show bridgerton uh sean and i will be on that one as well as Kristen, because apparently this bridgerton show is a book series uh she will be audio booking the first uh over the next week and uh we'll have the factoids people are into bridgerton apparently the theme song is good i think <laughs> and people are like vibing out to it um but i don't know too much about it maybe it's like a downton abbey or type of thing but it's probably going to be more prim and proper. Uh, 
basically the antithesis of what we just watched in Netflix's Hoops. But without with that being said, Sean, what do you have for our our loyal listeners in terms of a shower thought? So it's not much of a shower thought, but it's going to be simple. Well, actually, this, kind of, this is coming out after New Year's. I Correct. was going to say keep. I was going to say keep indoors, relax, don't do anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Keep FaceTiming. Uh, keep wearing that mask. Keep social distancing. Keep your precautions. Vaccines coming soon, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Um, and nobody likes Mitch McConnell. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good shower thought. That nobody likes Mitch McConnell. Hey, look. It's not my fault he screwed you out. You screwed all of us out of two grand. Also, I, I well, I'm not even getting any money because I'm a dependent. I'm not. A, I'm claimed. I'm claimed as a dependent. Wait. Uh so it's seventeen. Is it seventeen and younger? Yeah. Or seventeen and older. Seventeen and younger. That's baloney. It's the largest piece of baloney. And you're not employed, so you can't. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm not employed, but I did file taxes. Then you should be able to... You should get it. No. I didn't get the last one, and I'm not getting this one. That stinks. Big stinker. Could have had that PS5 money. <laughs> Could have had two PS5s. It was 2000 That's true. That's true. Could have bought them at the, uh, at the uptick price that people sell them on, on uh, eBay. Let's talk about Bridgerton. Bridgerton? Sure. A little uh, little preview to Bridgerton. What do you got about it? Episode one, I'll read the description. Sure. It is name it was it's titled Diamond of the First Water fifty eight minutes. Okay. Daphne debuts on London's marriage market as a new gossip sheet sets high society a Twitter and Simon the illegible <laughs> Duke of Hastings returns to town. What? Repeat that. I I did not understand any of the first words. You heard you said a Twitter, and I was like, there's, there's yeah. Twitter. Apparently, that's a word. All right. Daphne debuts on London's marriage market as a new gossip sheet sets high society a Twitter, and Simon, the illegible Duke of Hastings, returns to town. I seriously, that's completely unintelligible to me. I do not know what, what? any of that means. Oh my god! Should, you go to Netflix and read it. No, 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 no. I I understand. I like. I can hear you, and I understand the words that you're saying. But okay. it's like such a cryptic. Sh- think, okay, it sounds like it's, say, it's saying that Daphne is, I guess, this girl. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's she's going on the marriage market. Yeah, and. Yeah. That's like setting everyone off, like, oh my god, this girl's beautiful, I guess. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Simon, the Duke of Hastings. Jason, the Duke of Earls, yeah. <laughs> is returning to town. And I guess he's going to have his eyes on her. Maybe. And I'm sure there's going to be competition. Uh, maybe. I wonder I if hope they, they go I wonder fox if they hunting. To, do you think they have to, like, pay for her since it says marriage market? No, no, no. That, I think that's just a hypothetical. Or, or like, um,. Like a metaphor. Or like since she's just like single. She's a, yeah, exactly. She's on the market, as this people isn't say. Slavery. No, no God no. <laughs> that would be bad. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that would be that would be pretty bad. Uh, Bridgerton. Um. Yeah, I don't know anything else about I'm it. Excited for it, honestly. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it looks like it's got a little. Uh, looks like it's got a little Downton to it. I, I I'm a big uh, a big fan. It's got a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. I never trust Rotten Tomato. I, no? I'm always an IMDb type of guy. Okay, well, it's got a uh, 7.4 on IMDb. Yeah, that's. I'll trust that a little more. Seems that seems fair. Um, yeah, we're gonna find out about good old Daphne Bridgerton and uh, Simon the Duke of Hastings Duke. next week. Duke. <laughs> uh, next week's pilot's guide. Uh, romance show. Very, very much the opposite of what we just watched. You think there's gonna um, be much romance in the first episode? No. Me either. I hope. I if it'd be great if it was like. Uh, like how Downton Abbey started, and like I think in the third episode, um, one of the the daughters, like I might be misremembering mis- this, but she like sleeps with this one Duke or whatever, this Duke guy, and then the Duke he like dies, like has straight up has a heart attack, While and it's in like bed, mm-hmm, and it's like uh he's dead, and it's like <laughs> this huge scandal, and it's like good. Downton Abbey, fire! It's a it's a great show. Really? I didn't watch it all. I, I used to watch it. I watched like the first three and a half or four seasons. Freaking fire! It's so 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 good. Um, I don't know. There's something about like that that period piece I, drama that's like kind of uh, encapsulating. I don't know anything about Downton Abbey, but give me a hot take. What are your thoughts? Do you think this show is going to copy off of it? Um, I wouldn't say copy, but I think it will be, I will say heavily, heavily influenced by, I just, I, from the, the set pieces and from, um, what the characters are wearing and what their names are, it's, I, I feel like it'll probably be a, um, very similar style. Wouldn't say copy, but who knows? Haven't watched it yet. We shall see. Hold on to that for next week. Until then, folks, Sean, where are we gonna, where are we gonna land the plane? Um, Cabos. Cabos, San Lucas. Uh, yeah. Go for a margarita. Go for a marg, get out, hop out, grab yourself a a marg. You can do salt rim or uh, sugar rim if you prefer, or no rim at all. Um, you know, garnish it with a lime, and uh, they should be delicious this time of year. So enjoy yourself a margarita, and on your way out, if you'd like to take, you know, a tiny tequila to mix in there... Maybe some mixed nuts to have as a snack. Feel free. Um, and we'll be right here for you to hop back aboard for next week's episode of Pilot's Guide. But until then, as we say, round these parts. You may now feel free to roam about the cabin. Baby. Baby. We will see you next week. What a new baby. And uh, stay until safe. then, stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.